Hello and welcome to the Moving Curve. I'm Rukmini, a data journalist in Chennai. Every night on this mini cast, I consider one question around the novel coronavirus epidemic in India. Tonight I'm asking this question. What are just two things the government should do to help people through a pandemic and a slowdown? It's day 77 of the novel coronavirus epidemic in India and we are reporting 12,759 confirmed cases with 420 deaths. In yesterday's episode, I spoke a little of my discomfort with the polarization of basic facts and data around the epidemic. I played a small clip from my interview with the economist Jean Drez, who said that he did not feel competent to weigh in on whether stopping the movement of migrants was good or bad as a public health decision. but that given the situation there were clearly some things that needed to be done immediately for one let's be clear that the prime minister's garib kalyan yojana is not enough as john puts it there is a lot of window dressing to it and it largely only front loads existing schemes so this dilemma can be mitigated to a substantial extent with much better uh, relief and public support measures and that's where i think there's something really lacking at the moment because the relief measures always seem to be a kind of afterthought mm. uh, introduced without adequate planning and certainly without adequate resources uh, the relief package announced by the finance minister a couple of weeks ago is supposed to be worth about 1.7 lakh crores of rupees but when you take into account the creative accounting and the window dressing it's actually much closer to 1 lakh of 1 uh, lakh crore rupees mm. which is barely one half of 1% of gdp so it's very little by any standard uh, also the relief package includes some very significant gaps for example there was nothing uh, for migrant workers and i would mm. say there was a kind of general tendency to uh, use means of relief that involves direct transfers from the central government to people for for example under pm kisan and under the pm uh, jandan yojana bypassing the state governments when actually what is very important to do right now is to provide more resources to the state governments so that they can put in place their own relief measures right. uh, they are better placed to do it but the big resources are with the central government let's get to the specifics and talk first and foremost about food From across the country we have shocking examples of people battling hunger people eating once a day and people down to their last rations one third of households in delhi alone reported food shortages in a rapid survey conducted by the ncaer and i've linked to some stories that detail how hunger is stalking the poor it seems like a no brainer that we up the amount of ration that the state disperses through the public distribution system and they have announced a doubling of ration but there is a whole further maze of rules that needs to be loosened at least for now for one the requirement that a person produce a ration card here's john on that issue there are these enormous food stocks lying around mm. uh, they have never been so large i mean 77 million tons in march is unheard of mm. and it's going to grow further now with rabi procurement mm. so i think there's every reason to use a substantial part of the excess stocks to reach out to uh, groups that are not covered right now by the public distribution system in particular the uh, migrant workers and also the large number of people and of poor people in fact who don't have a ration card yeah. very important to understand that large numbers of poor people still don't have a ration card there, there could be many reasons for it like a household being formed 
after the socio-economic and caste census in 2011, which is the basis of many of these Russian caste lists, it could be because the household failed to link its Russian card with Adar and it was cancelled as happened on the large scale in Jharkhand. It could be because the household was not poor earlier and now suddenly it is poor because it has lost its job. So, you know, about 40% of the population today in India doesn't have a Russian card. And even if only one-fourth of that consists of people who are food insecure, you're talking of 10% of the population, which is more than 100 million people. So the numbers are very large. But the food stocks are even larger. I mean, there's more than enough now, right. for instance, to universalize the public distribution system mm-hmm. for a whole year in rural areas and urban slums and still have plenty of excess food, uh, food stocks after that. Right. And I think there's a case for that because there's no simple way in this situation of telling who requires food assistance and who does not because all the surveys are out of date, you know, they go back several years. And now we have a new situation where people have lost jobs and livelihoods. And it's very hard right now to do a new okay. survey to collect uh, the kind of socioeconomic information that would be required to draw up new lists. So in that case, why not reach out to everybody since we have all these ex- excess food stocks? Dry rations is one thing, but additionally, we also have to step up public feeding. Here's Jean on that again. And I think there will have play, there will have to be also some kind of emergency feeding facility at the village level. You know, it's very sad to go back to famine relief uh, yeah. methods that actually were used in the 19th century mm. and then were replaced later on by more dignified relief measures like employment in on local public works and then after that the public distribution system. Yeah. So uh, it's a bit sad to go back to things like direct feeding, but it's not clear how else one is going to ensure that those who fall through the cracks of other programs are going to survive. Then there is the issue of money. People do not live on ration alone. They need to buy milk and medicines and clothes for their children. The Prime Minister's scheme gives 500 rupees a month to every woman with a Jandhan account. This is not enough money and it doesn't cover enough people. To me, it sounds like we need to make a cash transfer to every non-rich person for this and the next month at the minimum. This isn't necessarily a lot of money. The then Chief Economic Advisor Arvind Subramanian had for the 2018 budget worked out the cost to the government of a universal basic income transfer, meaning to all people. Even if we gave every man, woman and child in the country 500 rupees a month for a whole year, it would just work out to 7% of the GDP. Universal dry rations, public feeding and an income transfer. These are also broadly the suggestions made by Amartya Sen, Raghuram Rajan and Abhijit Banerjee in an op-ed they wrote in the Indian Express today that I've linked to. The cost is not prohibitive as I've shown. These measures need not become hostage to partisan bickering. Let's hope the government sees the same evidence and does the right thing. Thank you for listening. This episode was edited by Anand Krishnamurti. Tomorrow, a new question.